hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarpment, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamperin and Phil Golfie. Good morning once again. Good morning. How are you guys? Good, good. Yeah, weather is uh, decent. Cooperating. Yes, right? it's manageable. We can get around. You know, just wear a nice, uh, <laughs> like uh, the jacket I'm wearing is, uh, I, I kind of like it's it. Not, you I'm don't not have the parking up, yet, right? no, no almost, boots, nothing. Almost blew away this week. Yeah. yeah. The, the windstorm. Crazy windy. Yeah, not good for hair. Not, Not good, good for, for lot, sale signs on the line. No, <laughs> you know ours were okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we we we, 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 we managed. Signs. Yeah, is that an issue? Have you ever seen one like? Yeah, not yeah. In this place? No, ours are pretty good as long as the signs put in, because um, because the 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 sign is held by a, a ring wire. So I mean, it'll go flap yeah, and so flapping it's never around and everything, and then the pole sometimes will lean. We'll try right. to get that straightened out. But uh, but yeah, but the hard part comes in when in the middle of winter when the ground is frozen. Oh, to take yeah. the sign out. Well, no, it's just to sign, the or sign even in. put them in. It, yeah. the, the stake, the ground's frozen, so the stake can't go in that yeah. deep. So yeah. sometimes if if they can't get the stake, and then the, then the, the sign will blow away. Right. But but you know ours ours are pretty good. Some some people's like you know they just fly they around right. Yeah. But <laughs> but before. You know, there's a bylaw now on, on, you know, people used to have the directional signs and the, you know, you know, all different types of signs, but now it's 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 you're only allowed to have a sign on the front of the property. So you know the boulevards that are used to be littered with directional signs or mm-hmm. or whatever they're they're no longer. So you can't have those anymore. No, really. No. It's so a, it's open a bylaw. Here? Open house you're allowed, but but you're only allowed to put the open house up sign uh, the sign up before one hour before the, the open house or, or the day uh, off. Yeah, that's okay. it. The, you can't have um, uh, directional signs on corners everywhere. They'll you'll, you'll get and the, that's that's in ha- Hamilton. Grimsby is the same way. And then but, and then Beamsville, they just went to council to uh, to approve that approve that that there mm-hmm. there's no more directional signs. Yeah. So what was the rule before? You can have as many as you, you want. Yeah. Right? So on, in one corner, you have like ten realtors, you know, with <laughs> well, like those directions. Yeah. Like arrows all over the place. The yeah. big, the big townhouse complexes. You know, it could be a complex of of thirty, thirty or or, or forty townhouses, and right. you know, there might be five or six for sale. You got you know six directional signs. It just looks yeah. terrible. Yeah. It's Liars a, are like, where am I going? A, yeah. It's one an of the worst store. corners was uh, North Service Road and Green Road. There would be like uh, because. There's uh, a lot of uh, condo buildings there, right. and uh, you know it's just and, and townhouses. It just and you'd see like twenty signs mm-hmm. pointing that way. In this day and age, though, of you know Google Maps or whatever, yeah. whatever you use, do you really need the sign? Like, no, you know where you're it's, going. It's, it's not the sign; it's the marketing. <laughs> it's the marketing. <laughs> yeah, it's, the it's marketing. not. Yeah, they want their name on the corner. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and I, you know what? I get it because I'm. I was the same way. Right. I, I, you want it, You want your name exposed, and 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 it makes the homeowner happy that he feels that mm-hmm. uh, that there's a sign. Sometimes we get homeowners calls. Oh, we want a sign at the corner. Yeah. Go, well, listen, you could put one, <laughs> and uh, with with like that's non-branded and. <laughs> 
right, and then and then they can deal with the bylaw. Then yeah. they realize real go. quick. They'll realize. But it's real so quick. funny if it's if, if it's the homeowner that puts the sign. If it's just a generic house for sale, nobody no. will, nobody will complain. Yeah. But the second there's a branded real estate yeah. sign with somebody's name and somebody's <laughs> logo, and you know you, you know, get and a ton of complaints. And you so, know you know who rats out on the real. I was going to say is that other realtors. It's so competitive. These realtors. Oh my god. Yeah, and then you got the you got the rule book, and you know if you look at rule forty one a it reads that you cannot put this out or you cannot you know you have those <laughs> section two yeah, uh, section two yeah. a you know it's like you're not supposed to have a directional sign yeah. on a, you know all that oh boy it, it's uh, we're, we're um nothing less we're we're very well policed Me- right. meanwhile a plumber can put a big sign and nobody bothers him <laughs> yeah exactly that's hilarious uh, we got a lot to talk to today including uh, bidding wars in montreal so we're going to go through uh, some of what they are going through, uh, and uh, we'll give Montreal some advice because we went through this uh, yeah. a couple of years yeah. ago. So we'll offer some advice to Montreal uh, buyers and sellers and what they should be wary of. Or I, I don't know of. if they like taking our advice. No, we'll <laughs> give it to them anyways. We'll give it to them anyways. We'll also talk about uh, Guelph, who uh, we haven't really talked about Guelph much, but apparently uh, that market is uh, certainly on fire. Yeah, uh, there is a one single detached house at last check at least one single detached house for sale in Guelph that's under $400,000 wow. one in the whole yeah. city it, it's yeah. once they ran out of room in Milton yeah. there's so, nowhere so else right now right now if you right. got a detached house that's wor- let's say it's worth 400 put it up for 400 chances are you're probably going to get 450 yeah. or more uh, because it, the the inventory is probably low out there and there's no like like I, like anything anything under 500 is move in like hotcakes yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he looks for four hundred yeah. or three ninety nine. There's yep. going to be a number oh, of yeah, those, right? For sure. Uh, but we'll begin with uh, Remax releasing its twenty twenty housing market outlook report, and uh, things are looking very good. It says the average home price nationally is expected to rise by three point seven percent. Increased consumer confidence could be a key factor affecting the housing market in twenty twenty. Fifty one percent of Canadians are considering a home purchase in the next five years, and that's up from thirty six percent at the same time last year. And only two and this is this is a great statistic. Only two in ten Canadians say the mortgage stress test negatively affected their ability to purchase a home in twenty nineteen. So that means eighty percent say, yeah, it had no impact at all, right. mm-hmm. which is uh, you know very interesting. So let me just read the first paragraph of the uh, housing market uh, outlook. Uh, Remax is calling for leveling out of the highs and lows that characterized the Canadian housing market in 2019, particularly in Vancouver and Toronto as we move into 2020. Healthy price increases are expected next year with an estimated 3.7% increase in the average residential sale price. So nationally, it's looking very healthy, Yes, which is great to hear. Most individual markets surveyed across Canada experienced moderate price increases year over year from 2018 to 2019. However, some regions in Ontario continue to experience higher than normal gains, including London at 10.7%, Windsor 11%, Ottawa 11.7%, and Niagara the highest at nearly 13%. Wow. Yeah. 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 Niagara is starting to get pricey now. And and once it gets to a point where it's too pricey, then it's going to level off. Uh, like Hamilton, I mean, it's still affordable, but it did get pricey for the people that live here. But mm-hmm. the out-of-towners, they're coming in, they're looking, you know what, hey, maybe we should just go further down the Queen Elizabeth yeah. way. And, and, and they're gonna they're, they're looking for something probably 10 20% less right. uh, to move into. But go ahead. Sorry, Rick. That, that's a national high. 12, 12.9% in Niagara, the highest increase 
uh, in in the nation. So uh, here's one more or a couple of other things to chew on here. As more Canadians have adjusted to the mortgage stress test and older millennials move into their peak earning years, it's anticipated that they will drive the market in 2020, particularly single millennials and young couples. A recent Leger survey conducted by Remax found that more than half, 51% of Canadians, are considering buying a property in the next five years, especially those under the age of 45. So this is that, it's not only one of the biggest buyer pools, but right. they're trying to get into the market. Yeah, definitely. Oh, absolutely. And, they, and they've got money too. Well, yeah, they're getting into their peak earning years now, right? Yeah. So they're, they've started their careers, they're paying down that school yeah. debt, now they're into their careers and starting to make some pretty good money, yeah. which is good. Uh, one other thing on the Niagara region, uh, also showing strong growth with average residential sale price increasing almost 13%, which, uh, which I mentioned. So it was 378000 and change in 2018, 427 in 2019. So that's a considerable jump. Absolutely. I mean, we're talking oh, like 50 grand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more statistics for you here. This is uh, livability continues to be important for Canadians, with more than half wanting to live closer to green spaces and shopping slash dining locations. So 62% of Canadians would like to live near shopping slash dining locations, 59% uh, closer to green spaces, 30% closer to work, and 36% closer to public transit. The work thing's interesting because GTA buyers are looking to Hamilton and saying, oh, I'll go an extra 20, 30 minutes yep. into Niagara. I don't really care about the commute. Right. They that can makes handle a lot of sense. They're younger. They can handle it. So we're going to see a lot more GTA buyers in Hamilton and Niagara. Niagara, yeah, like if we look at Niagara as a whole, it, it's it's what we're finding is there's a lot of people moving down from the GTA. They'll skip past the Stony Creeks, Beams of uh, Grimsby's and Beamsville's just because it's not, you know, to make that move, you know, Niagara's just way more affordable. Combined mm -hmm. with, you know, the, you got the big educational systems with the Brock University, one of the fastest growing universities in all right. of Canada. You got the, the the large healthcare systems, and then, you know, combined with you know the green space and and you know the tourism and and the livability and the affordability, mm -hmm. it's it's got an it attractive place. And then, you know, a lot of the a lot of the hype right now is continues to be around the the Go Transit moving moving that way. And yep. I think as soon as that starts to ramp up and the infrastructure around the go stations start to build up. It's it's it's. I think it's only going to heat up from here. Mm -hmm. well, and we talked about that last week too on the show that uh, Remax or Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation did a study in terms of house prices going up near go stations, either current or planned. Uh, and uh, you know, Centennial Parkway area was one of those. Uh, the Harbor area in Hamilton, West Harbor, uh, certainly in St. Catharines with uh, you know st go stations planned yeah. there. So, are you hearing some of that from people to say, a I'd like to be close to transit, or B, you know, I can I can go twenty or thirty more minutes away from work because the price is right, and you know I can easily commute. No, we're finding so so in in Burlington, there's that uh, there's about two or three towers there right beside the go station. The paradigm, Fairview. the paradigm. So that there, like people are looking, they want that. And even uh, even if it's just them that they probably go to Toronto just even for social aspects. Hmm. So now there's a go station. There's a go station happening at Centennial yeah. Centennial Parkway. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a Mazda dealership right there. Now that Mazda dealership is is going to probably have is going to be relocate. I'd say within the next five to ten years, and you're going to see a, a 
like some condos. condo towers going right there because people can just walk from there, go to the ghost, ghost uh, to the go bus mm-hmm. or go train, right. and get and get going. People love the idea of being so close that they can walk. They don't have to get in their car, get it warmed up, going like they just can yeah. walk there. So so all the so whatever land is around these ghost stations, they're they're gonna they're developers are looking at it because they know they can sell those out fast. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And they, they should almost plan them with the ghost station, right? Like if you can plan a condo community that that is directly, you know. You know, planned with with whether it's tunnels or or whatever to be completely, you know, to, with complete access to the station. It, it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised we haven't seen more of that, and maybe yeah. we will. It, 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 it it'll, it'll happen. It's starting. You know what? We're probably we're at the right time to start it. Because if we started this ten years ago, we were too early. Right. So th- yeah. the timing is right, and uh, so they're 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 accommodating. They're they're fulfilling the the mm-hmm. that 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 need that needs to be done. Yeah. So, but, uh, but we're living right through it now. It should have been done 10 years ago. Cause now we need it more. Now we need it now. We, yeah, need, it, we yeah. need it now. Yeah. Uh, still to come, we're going to talk about, uh, Guelph. We'll talk about Montreal. We'll dig a little further, deeper into the Remax uh, 2020 housing market outlook report. Don't forget to go online, robgolfie.com, the all new website, robgolfie.com. That's Rob G O L F I.com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. They're all over social media. Check them out on Twitter, Instagram, Instagram and Facebook and download the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. More of the Hamilton Real Estate Show next on 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website. Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. At Rob Golfie on Instagram and Twitter. Like Rob Golfie on Facebook. And download the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast. Past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. And if you have a question for the Golfie team, email questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. Still to come, we'll talk a little bit about Guelph and Montreal. Uh, you guys had Santa Claus at the office uh, last yeah. weekend. How was that? He, he, you know what? Our Santa Claus looks like the real the he real is the thing. real thing. Come yeah, on. Did you, did you see the pictures? <laughs> no, I didn't. No. Oh, yeah. No, it's like, yeah, that's right. He is the real thing. He is the real thing. <laughs> Just came down. But, uh, yeah, but uh, no, he, it was great. We had a great turnout. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fantastic. We're not sure if we'll probably end up doing it maybe at a at a, 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 a bigger uh, facility just so that we can have, you know, it's that facility. busy, eh? It's just, yeah. it's nice to have the living room setting, right? It feels like it, you're, you know, like off, home, yeah, right? I feel, yeah. yeah, combined with, you know, the, the, the decorations and, 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 you know the what I mean? cookies and the hot chocolate. You, yeah. Go into a banquet hall, then all of a sudden you feels kind of cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not warm. It's yeah. not warm and fuzzy feeling. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was fantastic. We it was really great. Yeah. Is there any mistletoe? <laughs> you know what? That's what I got to get. Some mistletoes. That's there it. Yeah. Uh, we're diving deeper into the uh, Remax 2020 Housing Market Outlook Report. So let's dive. We'll talk a little bit about Niagara, and I have some more stats to share uh, with you guys. But uh, let's dive into the Hamilton-Burlington Housing Market Outlook. So it says that the uh, Hamilton-Burlington housing market will favor sellers in 2020 with an average residential sale price increase of 3.8%, anticipated for the region next year, in line with historical 
historical price appreciation. It says Hamilton Burlington is currently experiencing a seller's market with 1.9 months of inventory in Hamilton, 1.6 months of inventory in Burlington. Buyers have adjusted to the mortgage stress test and have found other ways to finance home purchases, such as through private lenders as opposed to banks. Right. These were their, the millennials who haven't hit their peak earning years are coming in? Yeah, I, I mean... In terms of in terms of Hamilton Burlington, I I wouldn't be surprised if if it increased even more than what what three point eight percent. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's you know there's tons of room for growth. Um, you know, highlighted by economists that, that still say that Hamilton's still way undervalued. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're we're going to continue to attract you know GTA buyers that are are going to come in here and and blow the doors off some of our real estate prices. Um, and it's going to continue to be. You know, a developed market or a developing market with you know, especially in the downtown core, and we're going to continue to see those those people that that are going to be attracted to you know our transit systems and and you know our restaurants and and what we have to offer. So it's, I, I think there's there's tons of room for growth, and I and I wouldn't be surprised if we surpass that number. Well, you hit the nail on the head because it says buyers from the GTA are still looking for more space and driving the market. Because, you know, what, what they're getting in the GTA, and in Toronto especially, yeah. is nowhere near what they can get here in no. terms of space no. and price. Right, that's right. right. Uh, increased GO train service and higher levels of affordability in the region compared to the GTA are the most influential factors that will impact the Hamilton-Burlington housing market in 2020. Moreover, buyers are expected to drive demand in 2020, in particular, moving from the GTA in search of more affordable properties. And here's where it gets interesting. The hottest neighborhoods in Hamilton for 2020 include Leckie Park, which is Rymel Road and Highway 20, right. um, Waterdown West, Clappison's Corners, basically, and 50 Point. In Burlington, in-demand neighborhoods include Brant Hills, Central, and The Orchard. So Leckie Park, Waterdown West, 50 Point, those make sense? Yeah, I, I, I could, I, 50 Point for sure. Uh, because it's quick access to the Queenie, yep. and it's it's and the values, yeah. Right? So in uh, in in Burlington, it's like the, I think it's the four uh, the four hundred seven. I think that's uh, near uh, that that one there. But uh, anything that's easy, quick access, getting to the highway. like 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 fifty road. Is like that whole area they they call it. Uh, they the haven't even area. scratched the surface of a fifty road yet. Yeah, in terms of what what's yeah. going to happen with development there, there's yeah. there's there's expected to be like twenty five to thirty thousand new people. That that All in terms of a population that's going to grow right. into new homes over the next five years. They right? wouldn't they wouldn't put a Costco there if, if that wasn't uh, yeah. That, that like, wasn't like the, grow. the Costco Super Plaza is just just the beginning of 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 that development. There's still another. There's still two more phases to that development mm-hmm. and then the homes are going to come yeah right so are we going to see more condos like we're seeing along the qew uh, i think so down? Yeah. i think so you're you're gonna you're you'll gonna see, see the some condos on the lake there. side yeah. yeah on the lake side you'll see the condos and, yeah. and then on the on the escarpment side you'll see more you know more more dense neighborhoods from from your two stories to your your a townhouses lo- a lot of a lot yeah. of condos yeah. townhouses very high density wow. like like tight living for sure so if you're looking for an investment property especially you're looking to that area because you're going to cash in five, ten years down the road. Hopefully, you know what? Like, I think you have to be very careful um, because you know you got the condo fees and the rent and mm-hmm. everything else like that, and the price. You know, you got to be careful. Uh, like, you want you want you always want something to cover your sure. expenses. Yeah, yeah. But it's getting tighter and tighter to to do that. So you have to be very careful. Um, I understand a lot of people like to buy on spec, and that's what everybody does. You know, when condo buildings go up, right. But, um, but you just got to be careful that you can carry it because 
because uh, it could cost you uh, three thousand to carry it, but you only can get twenty three hundred in rent. So you yeah. just you know you're losing seven hundred dollars a month. Yeah, I know it's a tax write off, but. You don't want to lose money, exactly. right? Exactly. So the uh, 2020 Housing Market Outlook report from REMAX says that the popular properties in Hamilton, pretty understandable, and, and Burlington for that matter, condos, one-story detached homes uh, or bungalows, and uh, townhomes. Those are the top three properties. And uh, so I did a little bit of research in terms of this is the estimated average residential sale price in 2020. REMAX projecting $613,958. Wow. That's an increase, again, of 3.8%. Uh, the January to October uh, number is at $591,481,000. So $591,000. So I remember, and I, I've kept this, because we did <laughs> oh, this yeah, show see, yeah. February 16th yes. of this year. This is basically a list of the average prices since 1955. And uh, this is the recession show, I call it. You know, every, yep, yep. Five, every 10 years, there's a recession. Yeah. So you have written down the, the next five average price <laughs> estimates. So Right now, we're at 591400 oh, Did I write those down? Yeah. You wrote, yeah. wrote these down. So, it, it, so we're at 591481. You've written down, again, this is on February 16th, 591150. <laughs> so you're off by like $331. Wow. That is tremendous. See that, yeah. everybody? That See that? Tremendous. I know I knew, the future. I knew this would come in handy one I gotta, time. I got to get a copy of well, that. Here's the That's other wild. thing. I got to get a copy of that. Mike, so, hold on. So just on. the predicting the market. See that? Not done yet. So 2020, the <laughs> forecast is $613,000. Let's call it six hundred fourteen. You have... And this is more than a year away, $620,000. And you guys just said yeah. 613 is kind of low. Yeah. So you got See 620. That? So there See, you go. See, we know our business. <laughs> I'm keeping this See? for the next five years. <laughs> as you say 718 so in I, I five went, years. I went up to what year? That's incredible. 2023. I went up to 2023. Five, 591, so 620. What's, what's his prediction in 2023? 2023 is $718,546. <laughs> average sale price. Average sale, oh, price. Wow. average sale price. See that? Right down to the dollar. So, so, so that is phenomenal. So to be off. Only $300. You know, 10 months ago, to be on yeah, yeah. $300 is pretty phenomenal. Wow. So that's the golfy team for you. Hey, there you <laughs> 905. Go. That's wild. 575, 7700. <laughs> you can have that kind of accuracy on your uh, home evaluation. So in the uh, <laughs> average residential sale price, this is for all uh, homes, 567,000 uh, this year. Uh, par- pardon me, 591,000 this year compared to 567 last year. So that's an increase of 4.3% from this year compared to last year. Yeah, so pretty yeah. healthy yeah. Um, in terms of uh, uh, price uh, increase. Uh, in Niagara, I've kind of referenced a few of these things, but I do want to say that first-time buyers and downsizers, those boomers who are you know looking to cash in on their uh, residential properties right now and, and downsize, they're going to drive demand in Niagara in 2020, attracted to that market for, obviously, its affordability. The most in-demand neighborhoods to watch in 2020 include Prince Charles, Lincoln, and Stamford. I'm not, I'm not familiar with any of yeah, those. Yeah, so still Stamford. Stan, uh, uh, I know Prince Charles. Uh, it's more towards uh, just uh, south of um, so it's it's almost south of uh, 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 we're talking about Niagara Falls. Not, well, just no. as Niagara, Niagara, but in Stanford, uh, that'd be Stanford would be. I would think that would be uh, south. That'd be in the in the north end in the falls. That's oh, okay. like almost leading into St. David's. Okay, uh, sta- we or call like it Niagara sta- on the lake. Area. They call it Stanford Center. Uh, but that's in the north end. But the south end is is 
growing hugely because there there, there was a, a shopping mall there called Niagara Square and there's a movie theater there. Mm-hmm. They're converting that into a big Costco. Now, the reason why they're converting that to a Costco because uh, it's an easy access. It's like a beeline from Welland to, to Niagara Falls at that point in the okay. south end. So it's easy for Wellanders to, to, to get to the, to the Costco. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's where the hospital is going in. Everything is growing in the south end of uh, Niagara, Niagara Falls. Falls. That's where all the developing, new development. And when I say south end of Niagara Falls, that's the end where uh, going towards Fort Erie. Okay. That, yeah. that end, uh, on that end of Niagara Falls. Yeah. Prince Charles is, is near the Thundering Waters Golf Course. So that that whole new development in there, they're they're building a ton of two story. So that's, that's story. South Niagara Falls. Yeah, right? it, 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 and and it's still like way underdeveloped. I think even Thundering Waters is scheduled to be developed. Um, they're that's at least right. in talks right. with 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 you know developers. They're they're doing the surveys. They're you know what I mean. So that that whole area of of Niagara Falls is um it is going to be developed it, it already is it's it's you you drive through there it's a complete construction zone that used to be you know a nice green space but right. there you have access to the parkway you have access to you know a ton of amenities it's 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 become Wait. a nice little spot that that used to be really remote but it, it's now no, it's you know it, but, yeah but, it's, but you it's, know what the problem is when they're building these new uh, uh subdivisions okay so the the lots are tighter right um, so like, let's say you're, you're buying a, a four bedroom, two story, 2,600 square foot home. Mm-hmm. You got a double, double drive. But the problem there is, is there's no parking on the street yeah. and it's hard. It's because like you got the, your double driveway and you might be lucky to get a, a parking spot in front, but some, some subdivisions, they don't allow parking. So if you got a family, and usually every household's got two, but as the family gets older, you got kids. They need cars. Car, right? yeah. So, like these developers and and these people that are uh, you know approving these plans at at City Hall don't realize, like it's tough. Uh, like we had one guy; he had uh, uh, four bedrooms upstairs. Another, you know, like this house had like seven bedrooms, and you only could fit two cars in the driveway. Mm, yeah, this is not a good property to buy for a right. big family because yeah. you can't park on the street literally it says no parking on the street so who wants that house because i mean if you're buying a, a house with three four plus three bedrooms and you got five kids and you know mm-hmm. everybody's got cars. So those kids might be adults yeah. that's right yeah. like you yeah. you have no room to put your cars so th- that's what you have to look for when you're when you're buying these newer develop development houses right. is like can I, do i have room to put you know, three, four cars in my driveway yeah. or on the road. That's a good front. tip. So the most popular properties in Niagara, one and two-story detached homes. Mm-hmm. Um, the average price in 2018, $378,000. This year, 427. That's an increase of three, uh, 13%. And uh, the forecast is to increase another 7% to $457,000. So in a matter of a year, two years, it's going to go up. About eighty grand yeah. in Niagara, wow. hey, and, that, and you know my advice to somebody who you know wants to get into the Hamilton market but can't afford it, go buy in Niagara. Go go buy a house in Niagara. You'll build a ton of equity there fast and, and quick, and then, and, 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 and then you yeah. can come this way. Buy and, a wartime, and that's, wartime and, house out there. And, and and if you just wait and wait, and, and maybe you're renting and you're you know you, you and you want to get into the Hamilton market, but you, you you know you're having trouble, you know maybe coming up with a down payment. Mm-hmm. Go spend three hundred and fifty thousand dollars in Niagara. Go spend four hundred thousand dollars in Niagara. You will be able to afford that six hundred and fifty or seven hundred thousand dollar house in Hamilton so much quicker right yeah with with the appreciation value than than you can right now in, in terms of waiting to save for it. Would you also do it so much quicker going to Niagara as opposed to going to Brantford? 
It, it, Brantford's very similar. Yeah, yeah. But, but, okay. but Brantford, Brantford. I'm just thinking about the price yeah. of inflation is going to be higher. Yeah, than I yeah. I, I think I think that like you know what, all the highways are getting jammed, and especially if you're if you're living in Brantford and you work in Toronto, it, it that is a double nightmare because you got to deal with the 403, yeah. and then you got to get back on the other the Q-W, 40, yeah. the Queenie. It's just Niagara it's has a lot more to offer than Brantford. Yeah, like, like there's there's you know especially with the go stations. No coming. offense, Brantford. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, yeah you guys are okay. Don't worry. Maybe I have some recency bias and some bias just because I'm working in, in, in that market. Sure. That's the market I work in. But, you know, there's a reason why why we, you know, Niagara's talked about so much. There's a reason why sure. it's highlighted in, in housing outlook reports. There's a reason why, you know, you know the GO trains are coming it's, next. It's, right? along the, it's, it's along the main yeah. corridor. Yeah. It's yeah. the main artery from Niagara yep. right to the Toronto. That's the main artery. Yep. Yeah. So when you go off the beaten path, it's like Brantford. It's it's off the beaten path. You got you, you got to do one highway drive yeah. to get on the main yeah, highway. Right. You know what I mean? So in Brantford is is going to heat up. Like it, it, Brantford's a hot market. The housing is still affordable, mm-hmm. but it, it's it, and it wouldn't be a bad spot. But I think you know in terms of appreciation value, in terms of uh, a heated housing market, in terms of becoming robust and and allowing you to make a lot of money quick. Niagara's your spot. Right. It, yeah. it, it's it's going to give you that opportunity to to build a ton of equity fast and and on top of that, if if you're just looking for an investment property, Niagara has one of the lowest housing vacancy rates in all of Canada. Hmm. You can throw up a house for rent and 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 it's going to be rented, you know, within a week. It's wow. it's the the rental market out there is incredible due to the fact of there's a ton of people working, serving jobs or or you know tourist jobs that that are require tips and in in. And people not being able to afford a mortgage because you know half of their income is is based on you know a cash business right. or whatever, right? So the the market there for renting is 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 amazing. So let's go through. Uh, we got a couple minutes in this segment. This is the housing market outlook. Uh, average residential sale prices in some of the top communities. So we mentioned Hamilton, Burlington, we're at $591,000, Niagara, four twenty-seven, Toronto, up 5.4%, $880,000. This is Toronto proper, uh, but it's expected to go up another 6% next year. Vancouver East, just over a million bucks. Vancouver West, $2.1 million, both down year over year from 2018 to 19 at this point. Vancouver East down 10%, Vancouver West down 75 but both of those areas expected to be up next year, 8% in east, 4% in the west. Um, so Vancouver, it sounds like, or at least looks like here in, in black and white, it's going to rebound in 2020. I'm not sure if that's more foreign buyers or because the prices have come down a little bit. Mm-hmm. There, there was an adjustment. They, 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 the prices got adjusted. Now they're back on track. So they, they, on track. they went back to normal levels. Now, now it's going to start climbing back yeah. again. So the biggest year-over-year change between 2018 and 2019 is Niagara, 13%. From 378 to 427, as I mentioned, and it's expected to go up another 7% next year. Hamilton, as we mentioned, up 3.8% next year. So whether it's an investment property or you're looking to put down roots or buying your first home, Hamilton, Burlington, Niagara, very much in play. Safe and secure. Safe and secure. And you're going to get uh, that return on investment. Yeah. When we come back, we'll talk about Guelph and Montreal as well. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Homeward bound.
Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Hopefully you're having a nice Saturday morning with your uh, cup of coffee, cup of tea, whatever beverage or breakfast that you're chowing down on. Questions at robgolfie.com is the email address. If you have a question for the Golfie team or you want us to tackle a topic idea on a future program, send us an email, questions at robgolfie.com. Go online, robgolfie.com, whether you're buying or selling Great photos, awesome bios, listings galore. RobGolfie.com is the website. Or call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Let me do that again. 905-575-7700. At RobGolfie on Twitter and Instagram. And check them out on Facebook as well. How is the Instagram thing going? I've been I got off a little bit from uh, being away on uh, holidays, but what, I was just thinking about that this week, uh, <laughs> that uh, i got to get back on track. So we'll yeah. be back on track. We're going to go live and have a, uh, a, a live questionnaire. Do you ever go live on Instagram? Yeah, well, not on Instagram. No, I've, I've been live on Facebook. Of course, the right. fifth quarter is live on Facebook. Yes. So, we, yeah, we get interaction in the whole bit. So, yeah, it's basically the same on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And get that, you know, there's nothing better than being live and getting the interaction. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be awesome. So, we'll have, to, we'll have a questionnaire, you know. Yeah. Okay. You know, we'll go live on Instagram, see, see how many people we get. Looking forward to that. <laughs> Let's talk about Guelph. We haven't mentioned Guelph um in a long time, or maybe even ever here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show, but Guelph's real estate market, one of the strongest Octobers on record, with almost 200 homes changing hands. And interestingly, Guelph has returned to a strong seller's market, with inventories decreasing, and 34% of home sales selling over the asking price in October. Couple that with 31% of homes selling over asking in September, and we have our most aggressive back-to-back months of the year. Real estate listings as of November 14th, so a couple of weeks ago, show only one single detached home available for sale in Guelph, $400,000 or less. That's incredible. In November 2018, there were nine sales, and in November 2017, there were 13. The price bracket between 450 and 550 is by far the most aggressive price range in Guelph right now, and as a result, it is driving average prices up. Yeah. So kind of similar here in Hamilton, yeah, right? Yeah. There and Guelph is a nice community too. Yeah. Live in. I was going to say beautiful. what yeah, yes, what an incredible. Yeah. I and city. I and it's, I go to Guelph cuz one of my best friends lives in Guelph mm-hmm. uh, from high school and and I visit uh, uh, there frequently and uh it, and from where he moved to, he moved to a nice uh cul-de-sac private there like each house had like 3 4 acres oh, wow. in the middle of nowhere. Now Everything now around him is, is all it has, has <laughs> built up, is yeah. built up and developed around him. But but it is a great community. Yeah. Yeah. And here's another community that is easy access to a major highway, right? Like yeah, the 401 is right. right there. Highway mm-hmm. 6 is that's right. right there. That's right. So you can get to Hamilton quickly if you yeah. want to move a little bit out of town. Um, but they seem to be going through what Hamilton's already been going through in that yeah. price range of 450 to 550. That's yeah. really the sweet spot, right? Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Uh, this article says we anticipate a larger percentage of GTA purchasers into Guelph looking to down price and downsize their homes into a relatively smaller, more affordable market. So again, they're kind of copycatting what Hamilton has yeah. already gone oh, through. Oh yeah, yeah. So they're they're going to experience. Uh, I mean, they they have experienced a tremendous amount of growth in the last five to ten years. Yeah. But they're going to have a continue. It's going to continue for a long time. And I think even some of the builders, like I think Lazani Homes, yeah, has, has got property. He's building in Guelph himself. So and, he, and he a lot of the green space, a lot of the green space is protected by the green belt. They have a ton and ton of right. green space. There's a ton of areas to build, but a lot of it's protected right now. Where people are are trying to buy up, you know, the small infills around the downtown core, mm-hmm. and and I don't think it's too long where you, where you, you know 
where you start to see the condos go up in Guelph. They're, they're not there yet. There's a couple of big student buildings that have that have gone up in terms of your 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 mid-rise condos, but I I don't think they're too far away from seeing you know your your 20-story condominiums and, yeah. and and just to to allow for affordable housing to to be in Guelph. So I, it's going to be interesting to see you know what where that market goes in, in comparison and contrast to Hamilton because as soon as you know when when people come to Hamilton and they find it overvalued they they, they start to look elsewhere and and Guelph is is sometimes one of the you know the hot the hot buttons mm-hmm. but what what they don't have what we have is is you know the, the go transit and the the, the main corridor right. the main artery and, and being accessible to to a number of different 400 series highways right um right here so i mean there's there's obviously a lot more that Hamilton offers in, in, in comparison to Guelph, but, but Guelph is, is still a really nice community that, you know, a lot of people love and a, a lot of people have, you know, it, it, it's almost like a, a small town that, that mm-hmm. has that small town feeling. It's got a lot of university there. Yeah. There's a lot of, and, but, a lot of under, underground tunnels yeah, up yeah. in uh, Guelph from but, the, uh, it, and, it, and it's you know I I want it's a it's a fat I want to say it's a it's a large almost feels like the largest town you've ever been in mm-hmm. right yeah. it, that's what it feels like it doesn't feel like a city it's it feels like a really it's big got that town. town feel yeah, yeah. or big yeah. town feel yeah uh, we got only thirty seconds so is there a lot of spill from Milton or or people that are priced Tons. out of Milton it's, who are saying okay I'll just go to yeah. Guelph that's that's what it is that's that's all it is is it's everybody who missed that big boom in Milton who who can't afford Milton anymore who who missed the boat on Milton or or even people who who you know caught the boom in Milton and made a ton of money on their house right. and now maybe looking to to you know look elsewhere we'll 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 move to guelph and and that's a lot of their spillover is is from milton might be the next wave in terms of yeah. uh, you know the, the the hot ticket items uh, in terms of uh, real estate when we come back we're going to go from guelph to montreal they are uh, certainly experiencing a boom and uh, bidding wars that are going on in uh, montreal so we'll give them uh, some advice on what they should be aware of in terms of bidding war that's next here on the hamilton real estate show on 900 CHML. Last go round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpman Realty, the Golfie team. You can find them online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob G O L F I.com. 905 575 7700 is the phone number. Again, that's 905 575 7700. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Like Rob Golfie on Facebook and subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast. And if you have an email question, you can send us that email at questions at robgolfie.com, questions at robgolfie.com. Bidding wars, multiple offers, the norm in Montreal real estate. That is the headline of uh, this article. Um, Selling prices in the greater Montreal area exceeding asking prices by an average of 3.7%, or just shy $15,000 in the year to September 30th uh, of this year. The gap was even higher on the island of Montreal at 4.4%, or uh, just over $20,000. So Montreal, as we've talked about in the past, a very hot market, a lot of immigrants coming into Montreal, they're scooping up real estate in a hurry, and this is uh, now causing multiple offers. It's a massive market that gets overlooked by your Torontos and Vancouver's every time we we, we discuss the... Every time we discuss the big cities, it's all about Vancouver and Toronto, and mm-hmm. you know what this is going to do to their market, and, and and it's almost like it's it, it gets overlooked and overshadowed. But you know, like one of our biggest metropolitan cities, it's you know a great space to something that we never talk about on the yeah. show, or something that doesn't get highlighted too often. So you know, we're you know I'm not too familiar with it, but in terms of 
you know what what's going on over there right now it's it, it looks like they're they're you know in a robust market mm-hmm. that that's attracting a lot of people and you know with a lack of inventory it's you're getting those huge bidding wars yeah. and 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 getting that you know those the, those big prices so if you are speaking uh, to the Montreal Real Estate Board, I'm sure that's what it's called. What would you? What advice would you have for them? Because we we've been through this a couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're unfamiliar with dealing with multiple offers, or if you're, you know, if you haven't been in the situation a lot, it's it's overwhelming um, to some people. Now, what happens is is you're you're constantly having people fish around for information. The the one thing I can you know, advise is be organized, right? You know, when, when, when you have a listing that you're predicting or that you're setting up to go into mul- a multiple offer situation, you want to set out the rule, like the, set out the, the, the schedule, right? Before you even put the listing up. So for example, you know, offers are going to be registered by this time on this date. Right. We'll be presenting at this time. That framework is already laid out. So everybody already knows how to, how to adjust their schedules around the schedule that you've set. That's number one. Number two is is be in constant contact with every single person that's come through your listing or that's shown interest in your listing. Luckily, we have the programs in, in terms of our brokerage to be able to update people, you know, to the minute or or in terms of how many offers there are, um, you know, if there's if there's anything adjusted in terms of you know information that needs to be conveyed to each agent, so that we're able to to do that, you know, you know. Or in in a, in a matter of fashion that's that's able to to talk to a lot of people at once. So right. those that that would be my advice to them. And then and then during the the presentation, you know, it's it's ensuring that you're you're laying out the framework of each and every single offer, um, and presenting presenting it to your client to to allow them to make the best decision mm-hmm. possible for them. Yeah. What was what was maybe the biggest takeaway of 2017 in terms of dealing with the white hot market? Yeah, I I think we were in a position where people got scared and took bully offers, right? right? For example, if somebody, you know, laid out a presentation day saying, Hey, it's going to be Monday at five 30. Then all of a sudden you get an offer Saturday afternoon. <laughs> and then you're like, wow, this is a really good offer. Yeah. You know, do we take, do we take it? Wait, do we take or? the chance? I would say for, for most of the time is, is wait, because if somebody's willing to come and bring you that offer on Saturday afternoon, right. I would say more than likely the odds are pretty it's good. It's going to be there on Monday night. Yeah along with four or five other offers. Right. So yeah. so and that's what I'm saying is you, you get a lot of pressure from different agents and, and they'll pressure you. It's a negotiation. Well mm-hmm. you know, oh well this offer won't be there Monday. Are you sure you want to turn this down? You know? And then all of a sudden you're conveying that information to your client and, <laughs> and, and you just you don't know what to do. But yeah. I, I would say more often than not, wait, wait. You know, from my experience every situation is different. Sure. But 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 wait. The GTA the GTA buyers uh fueled that uh, 2017 market, especially in uh, in Hamilton. They um, like they came in and and so you get your local guys coming in. You know, let's say they're asking four hundred thousand for a house. All the local guys come in five thousand, ten thousand, seven thousand, eight thousand. Uh, you know, fifteen, twenty thousand. And all of a sudden, you get this GTA buyer coming in at sixty to seventy thousand over asking. Just blew everybody out of the water when it came to price, and that's that's what fueled that. Hmm. And uh, so then after. Us as agents, we had to learn how that worked. And then when we went and did, you know, let's say we're holding offers in Niagara, they didn't even see that coming. Right. And they're like, they can't, they're like, agents in Niagara are calling us, say, hey, how do you guys do that? <laughs> it's like, they were like, they did, it was like a total foreign thing for yeah. them. And, uh, but, uh, but in Hamilton, you really got to learn how 
um, these uh, GTA agents and buyers, how they uh, they reacted uh, to the market, and mm-hmm. then we adjusted to that quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess the the one difference for Montreal is there isn't a GTA just <laughs> down the way, right? Yeah. It's Montreal, or you know, you're well, you're going into the suburbs. Right? Yeah. yeah, no kidding. So, like, think about if an immigrant that comes to Canada, they not only do they know their language, they got to learn French and right. English. Right. Yeah, like I mean, if if, if if they want to be true Canadian, yeah. I mean, what I'm saying, I'm not. What I'm saying is that you need to know Can- uh, uh, English, English. Yep. regardless, worldwide. Yep. Uh, you're that further ahead. It's a universal language. Yeah, yeah. but but to go Montreal, there and say yeah. I got to learn French and English. <laughs> yeah, if I go to Ontario, we just got to learn. I just got to worry about English. Yeah, but yeah. but uh, but it's a tough one. It's an interesting dynamic, uh, guys. So thanks for coming in once again. A fantastic show. Again, you can get more details online at robgolfie.com. We are back next Saturday at nine, right here on 900 CHML.